All right, everybody, welcome back to another exciting installment of the LMC Cast. I am your host, Matt Sullivan, Executive Director of LMC TV, joined today by Rob Moretti, Varsity Sports Producer. Hello. Sharon Latimer Mosley, Office Manager. Good afternoon. Dina Schumacher, Assistant Director. <laughs> Hello. Sibylla Chefizewa, News Director. Hello. And Stefan Aloisa, Programmer. Sup. <laughs> I'll tell you. One, we changed his title to team. Siren Buzzer. Siren Man? <laughs> yeah. Or The Siren? Put it on the business cards. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that, yeah. let's, let's call up Arborn. We'll plug to Arborn Printing Stephanie across Stein. the street. Ooh, thank we you. Go. So we've got uh, quite a bit going on at LMC TV. We are very busy, as always. Uh, we're coming up on the Sound Shore St. Patrick's Day Parade, which is actually on St. Patrick's Day this year, March 17th. Mm-hmm. It's going to start at 1.30 p.m. We're going to be doing our live broadcast, as always. Uh, should be very exciting. Host Rebecca Berman and Michael Murphy. We're going to be joined by some interviews off to the side by the local live team, and it's going to be a lot of fun. LMC TV is also marching, so um, we're, we're excited about this, as always, and... Um, we want to thank our sponsors for the broadcast, Orange Bank and Trust. They have been with us since the beginning, so thank you to, to those guys. They're, they're great. Um, another big thing that's going on at LMC TV is a strategic plan, and we are working with a consultant from the Buskey Group. Uh, this is a nationally known group, and we are holding a survey that's going to be sent out at the beginning of April, so be sure to look on our website for that. Uh, we'll have that listed on the, on the homepage. And you can find all the information. But essentially what we're trying to do is figure out how we can be a better service to the community, things that community members are looking for, things that they would like to see at LMC TV. So it's going to be a very exciting time for us. And uh, we're, we're certainly taking this very seriously. And we hope that the community will as well. So that being said, I'm going to turn it over to our varsity sports producer who just finished up his latest season. Rob, congratulations. Thank you. We're already on to the next one. The spring starts in like a week. So kind of a quick turnaround. That I was. Spring starting a bit earlier this year, not on the calendar, but on the athletic calendar it is. Um, we have our schedule already uh, published. That's on our website. You can check it out there. But there are a few matchups I do want to highlight for the upcoming season. Um, right off the bat, I think our third game, March 30th is a Saturday. The defending Section 1 Class A champion, Mamaronic Boys Lacrosse team, they're going to host defending Class D state champion, state champion, Pleasantville, in a home game. I think that's a... 7 o'clock start, so primetime Saturday night matchup. Nice. Probably be about 43 degrees out, so I'm excited for that. All right. Uh, layers. Yeah, Lots many of layers. layers, many layers. Uh, we've got the <laughs> softball team at Mamaronic hosting John Jay's Fishkill on April 15th. That's a team that knocked them out of last year's sectional tournament one nothing on a walk-off wild pitch. Grudge match. What? You bet. We've got another grudge match just a few days after that. Rhinex softball team hosts Westlake. Westlake beat them in the section championship game last year. And then a little later on on May 2nd, Mamaronick's baseball team hosts New Rochelle. That's always a heavy-duty bout when those two meet. Playoff implications, league title implications, and they generally don't like each other. So uh, a lot of fun to watch. Interesting storylines in general. Uh, Mamaronick, they're coming off a great year, a great spring last year. So a lot of teams try to pick up where they left off. The boys lacrosse team, as I said, won the section title. The girls lacrosse and baseball teams both lost in the section championship game last year. Softball team gets closer and closer every year. They've had two straight semifinal appearances. So it was a great spring last year. They're looking to just do it again, do it better. Uh, you can't do much better than that. You can do a little better than that. Awesome. Still quite good. <laughs> Ryanek now, the softball team. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I yeah. thought you were done. We wanted to hear it from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> we 
We can't go on without talking about Reinek, though. Their, their <laughs> softball team is going to have to rebound. Their star pitcher, Olivia Dunn, graduated last year, but they do have a lot of impact youth in their lineup, so they're probably closer than what you might think. Uh, the baseball team had a little playoff run last year, but they're going to have to do it without uh, their ace who graduated and former LMC TV intern, Connor Ligori. Yes, Ooh. that's right. them uh, into some, uh, I think they made a quarterfinal appearance last year. Finally, a varsity boys lacrosse is back at Rhineck. They took a year off last year due to low participation numbers. Uh, they're, they're back mm-hmm. now just trying to get the kids older and able to play at the varsity level. So they're back this year. Girls lacrosse uh, has been active, and, and they're going to be competitive in their league this year. So should be a good spring. We're really excited to get started. That's excellent. And there, you know, obviously we have uh, it's great sports coverage in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anyone who's interested, we are offering sponsorships of these games, of seasons, of teams. So if anyone needs more information, please feel free to call us or email us, um, and we we can go over those options with you. Sharon, what's going on in your world? So um, last week I attended the Women of Westchester Conversations event at Purchase College, and um, it was an excellent event. Um, I suggested and tweeted that they should um, perhaps create a show here at LMC TV and included a picture of a studios. So that was interesting. There was a lot. There were a lot of um, women from Westchester, including um, Nancy Selkson, the Mamaroneck Town Supervisor, was there, and uh, Janie Eni was there too. Excellent. Well, I'm glad that uh, glad you went to that, and they were. Hopefully, they'll come back to us, and we could start a show. Oh yes. That'd be a, if you're out there, if you're listening, call, um, hit us email up. Email reservations, right? There you go. <laughs> Dina Schumacher. Hi. Uh, D. Shu. Yep. Studio is uh, jumping as usual. Uh, <laughs> always a party. Uh, in fact, this week we had two bands in the studio, so it is. We had, uh, it's our show has a band had a band uh, last Wednesday, and then today, which is actually Friday, uh, there will be another band in the studio for uh, the program called Open Stage, which is an open stage for any artist in the community or producer who wants to feature a friend uh, who is an artist. They can be on the show. We get mostly musicians, but we have had painters in the past, and I. I always look forward to ballet dancers or a dance of any kind. So you could just reach out to me at dschumacher at lmctv.org if you're interested in booking an open stage. Uh, there are two new shows in the studio. Uh, one is The Feminist Perspective, which we'll be recording at the end of the month. And we'll have another program. We had another program that just started called Mike uh, by Sydney O. Young. Uh, very interesting topic. So it's good stuff to look forward to on our website, lmctv.org, if you want to check that out. At the end of the month, also, LMC TV is going to be at uh, Stemtastic. Friday. <laughs> it used to be Stemtastic Saturday, but now it's Stemtastic Friday. Uh, that's going to be at the Homics Middle School on Friday, Feb- uh, March 29th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. We'll be featuring um, different vendors for STEM topics for kids and families, people of all ages to do. LMC TV will be there, um, and you should be there too. It's really great, a lot of fun to do. I look forward to doing this event every year. Um, the last thing I want to do is give a shout out to Sean, who has been awesome managing the studio and doing productions in the studio. So if you're a producer at LMC TV, you know who Sean is. Uh, very dedicated and two thumbs up. Thanks a lot, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a heck of a guy, that Sean. We do appreciate everything he does here. So yes, thank Sean. you very much, Sean. All right. Excellent. Sibylla, what is going on with The Local Live? Uh, this past week, I... Or I guess we, the local live, visited 
four restaurants uh, that are participating in Hudson Valley Restaurant Week, which is on through May, uh, March twenty fourth. And speaking of spring, um, you know, there's one way to approach it is you know new sports, and then there's new bounty. So um, it was nice to have people in the restaurant business talk, you know, about their restaurant and why they participate in this. And all of them pretty much said something about giving back to their communities um, and building relationships, be they new or, you know, regular customers. So that was nice. Thank you to everyone who participated. So Lenny, Amy and Giovanni, thank you very much for your time. Um, we also had Mike Witch host a roundtable with Westpac, and um, they are having a Westchester Social Justice Forum. I believe it is towards the end of the month. Um, I can't remember the name. I mean, the date off the top of my head. It will be held at SUNY Purchase College, and they're having a variety of workshops uh, throughout an afternoon. Um, and one of them is about food injustice. So uh, I don't know. That tickled my fancy again a new way to look at food. So I've just been trying to find ways to drive, you know, engagement, views to the show um, and create content, you know, because that's king. So um, there's a lot of things happening if you especially look past your community a bit. So um, we'll see how that goes with the show. Excellent. So, especially yeah. if it's about food. <laughs> <laughs> or food, drama. glorious food, mm. or drama. food, drama, uh, and puppies. Yeah, maybe kittens. We don't want to exclude kittens. Yes, or lizards. Young animals. What? Animals. Yeah. Animals. People. <laughs> Stefan, what do we have going on in your world? Okay, we got a lot of stuff coming in. Um, so first things first. Uh, new episodes from recurring shows. We got new give and take. Mondays at six. Uh, new love, light, and healing with Colette Lopin Capella on Wednesdays at eight thirty. Uh, there was a new Larchmont Today that's going to be airing Thursday, 9 p.m. Um, a new Shaps Chat should be coming in the works. Um, we're changing up the time a little bit. It's going to be 10 p.m. on Friday. Um, and Sonny recorded, Sonny Goldberg recorded another episode of Know Your Neighbor. So that's going to be coming in uh, Fridays, 8.30. Um, as for community events, we have uh, Mondays, 9.30 um, will be you turn to your spark that's a production by Gladys DeVito um, Tuesdays 8:30 we have the Mamaronic Avenue International Fair that was just recorded recently um, 9 p.m. same day Tuesdays uh, we have the Made in Westchester art opening that was filmed at the Emlyn Theater um, Thursday we have a production by the CRC the Community Resource Center um, for know your immigration rights and uh, coming up, uh, not on the schedule just yet, but in the works, there is a uh, new fitness interview series called Follow the Lion um, by Tim Marmol, who's, who works actually here in the building. Um, oh. So keep an eye out for that. Excellent. Well, lots of programming, yeah. which is great to see. And if you are interested in any programming of your own, please do not hesitate to give us a call. We'll get you in the studio and hooked up with everything you need to create your own program, whether it's a TV show, web series, or even what you're hearing right now, a podcast. We'll be right back with more LMC Cast after this. <laughs>
All right, welcome back, everybody. We are going to dive into a, a very juicy topic here, which <laughs> so is juicy. journalistic integrity. Mm, I'm salivating. Of which we pride ourselves on here at LMC TV. We have our news program, The Local Live, and uh, that has been going very well for us um, for many years, and we're happy to see that, that tradition continue. So that being said, I'm going to turn it over to some of the journalists in the room, of which I, I believe we have several, and let you guys dive in a little bit more on this on this topic. I'll just sit here and get my popcorn ready. Yeah, I don't have anything to <laughs> I guess we can start with a little primer, if you will. Um, journalistic integrity can go to ethics. And there is a body called the Society of Professional Journalists who have a code of ethics for basic points on basically how to do this right. Um, so first and foremost, you're going to seek truth and report it. Then you will minimize, uh, God. (laughs) 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 The second is you're going to minimize harm to your subject, even down to your audience, you know, where you, your sources, et cetera. Um, and that can basically just boil down to, respect um then the third is to act independently so that can also loosely translate to serving the public now i feel like one way to tie this into our conversation here at lmctv is that we encourage people to use us as a platform um and then the fourth is to be accountable and transparent um basically take responsibility for your work. And I guess that just ties into everything. You would do that if you were telling the truth and you had sources and you respect those sources. Um, and your interest is, yeah, the greater good. Yeah. Letting people know it's about things that are happening in the community that, or wherever, um, and how they could, it could affect them, so. Now, isn't, now we have a problem with the truth, so because it can be interpreted so many ways. So um, one uh, YouTube video that I watched from the, um, the Ethical Journalism Network, they said they would rather the focus be on accuracy than truth because people usually determine what is the truth based on their own ideas and not specifically on, uh, uh, what's the word I'm trying to, not details, what is the word? that I'm trying to find here. Mission? Uh, no, no, no. Um, facts. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Well, and I think that comes down to really going to the source directly with most of this, which has been an issue we've seen recently. Um, there were rumors that were started uh, within our organization or about our organization, and all one has to do is, is approach the source, and you can get that information directly. Uh, rather than listening to what others have said or uh, reading comments on Facebook and, and making assumptions off of the comments that you've read. So I think right now, the, uh, when, we, when we think about journalism, I mean, it goes beyond just print media. It goes beyond television. And, and really, it's what we're seeing in the comment sections on, on Facebook posts and, and tweets and emails. So um, it's, it's a very touchy subject, and I always say to people, you know, really do your homework before you're going to go and make a statement and um, make assumptions as well. 
Well, I think that sometimes uh, people have difficulty finding the source and where do you look for the source and who, and I think it's about trust as well. Do you trust the source? Because I think social media is conversational and it's, you know, it's we're talking and we might get some information from one another. And it's kind of like that as opposed to having a specific institution where you go to and you find specific um, information. So I think a lot of people don't know where to find the information. I think sometimes news sources try to get the information out even before they have all the information or details. And um, when they do put it out there, sometimes the information is not all of the details, it's just sound bites of what mm -hmm. happened instead of um, more specific right. information. Right, well, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I think a lot of news outlets, they are dependent upon money. And how are you gonna get money? Well, you're gonna get viewership. How are you gonna get viewership? you're going to sensationalize. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we're able to do here at LMC TV, and I think is, uh, makes us so valuable to the community, is that we are presenting, we have whole meetings, right, in their entirety. So we may, show, we may talk about something on the news show about a meeting, but we'll always say after that, you can watch the whole meeting on lmctv.org. So that's something that we highly encourage people to do is, you know, uh, we, we, can, we can drive your attention to something, but you should always go in and, and watch it in its entirety, which is available on our website and, uh, and on the station in general. Uh, Rob, you've been rather quiet over there as a journalist. Uh, you want to weigh in on this? Yeah, I, I definitely think that in today's day and age, it's never been this difficult to, to get an idea of what is the truth yeah because there's just so many sides and i feel like we're so polarized these days uh it's it's difficult a lot of it falls on the consumer to decide is this something i trust is this something i believe uh and another side of that is if you already have your own set of beliefs you're more likely to seek out information that confirms rather than challenges your beliefs so it just makes it even more difficult I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that's what we really need to aim to do is challenge ourselves, you know, in these times. Um, challenge ourselves to seek out truth, challenge ourselves to have conversations, uh, to be open, to go to the source, and to not, uh, you know, continue with our own beliefs and only seek out things that will contribute to our, right. our mission. Right. Aren't um, algorithms uh, contributing to that as well? Because um, if, if the computer is sorting based on things that you look at, mm -hmm. um, it's feeding you stories that align with what you've been searching for. So it may be even that more difficult to uh, seek out the other side, to read independent um, journalism. Yeah. So I'll put that out there. I mean, uh, that can just boil down to media literacy. Um, the problem is, is that just with the internet period and then social media has just become a whole other beast. It is hard. Like we are more likely to follow ideas that support what we already believe, like you said, and that's really easy to do on social media. You can mute someone, you can block someone, you can report a tweet that you don't agree with or people can spread a rumor about a celebrity and people would, you know, might believe it because, oh my God, it's on social media. Oh my God, you know, oh my God, it's instantaneous. Oh my God, so-and-so, is that true? And there've been a lot of hoaxes and I, yeah, again, I just think the internet has changed everything. If you think about, I guess, monumental events just in cultural history, 
can you imagine if Twitter or Facebook was around, like OJ trial, assassination of JFK? I mean, it's... So when you say media literacy, what do you mean by that? Basically, how do I put this? I guess using your common sense, but then, you know, common sense is not so common these days. And again, I feel like people are become more inclined to stick to their guns as opposed to get new information that may change their opinion on something. And then there's also a thing about opinions. If it's not informed, I feel like that just automatically disqualifies it. But I think because, you know, we can be egotistic and the ego likes to be stroked and social media is a way that, you know, your ego can blow up. I just, I don't know. This is like a whole other topic. This could be next week. Right? Exactly. I think also. And I mean, you yeah. also went to something recently that talked about narcissism on social media, right? Yeah, I, I didn't even I know it was it. a thing. Yeah. And yeah me and Stefan and I were talking about that? that. He's like, yeah, it, it is a thing. Social narcissism. Social media narcissism. Mm-hmm. I mean, Everybody basically wants their, you know, 10 seconds of fame on, yeah. on social media, on YouTube. Everybody's trying to create videos and post pictures of themselves. And if, you know, everything is based on your followers and everything. So the more followers you have, the more like pride like you have in yourself. Black, you know? That was a black mirror. It was. Yeah. 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 I did like <laughs> and that is an amazing yeah. episode that I, yeah. would, I would highly Which, suggest Which, if you don't know, Black Mirror is a show that's currently on Netflix, but started on in it, England on BBC, right. probably. Yeah. 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 Um, black Mirror is the uh, cell phone or any bl- any screen when it's off, a reflection, dark reflection. Yeah. <laughs> but really amazing brother. show. A lot mm-hmm. of social commentary and, uh, what's going on with technology. I think it, it also kind of, um, back to what Sabilla was talking about in terms of the media literacy, it's just... I think part of it is also just kind of the ease of which we get so much information at this point has made it so much more difficult for people in general to just want to go and do the extra step of research. Um, and that's where it kind of starts to fall apart when you don't try to seek out the actual like source, like Matt was saying, or look into the research of, is this real? Is this an opinion? Is this, you know, you know, fact as, you know, we were saying before but if you don't do that you're just going based on someone's point of view and i feel like most social media and stuff we're we keep getting little bits and sound bites um on uh, articles of different news sources but we have to remember it basically is just a digital version of everybody coming in this room and saying, oh, did you hear this? Did you hear what that person did? (laughs) And we forget because we see, you know, a little stamp on the bottom that says uh, an organization or a news source that we think is legit, but who knows? Right. Mm. Well, I think this is a very interesting conversation and this is a perfect (laughs) spinoff for the next time we uh, all gather and, and do this podcast. So we'll be right back with more LMC cast after this. All right, welcome back, everybody. Now, we've got to jump back in to my favorite part of our LMC podcast, the Rosie Report. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, it's Rosie's dad here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hi, Rosie's dad. You know, we can't do this after a year. 
Yes, you can. Why? Yeah. why? I don't know. She I feel like that's the window. This is a lifetime. Uh, this, oh, we're uh, locked in? When the podcast no. like, stops. We're not. She's older. She Rosie, can give her own report. No. Rosie's going to well, continue. We're, we're, we're locked in until somebody she, else has a baby or he has a second child or, you know, oh, no, someone, until something else says happens no. that's equally as cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rosie, on that note, does turn one this coming Monday. Yay! 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 By, by the time you hear this, it probably already happened. Yay! Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> uh, quick update. She's eating all kinds of things. Two of her recent favorites are pancakes <laughs> and rotisserie chicken. Oh. Two of my favorites, too. I Good guess. choice. She takes after her dad. <laughs> uh, Switch that really... to waffles. Mm, Combine them together. We have a French toast. She likes that too. So good. Yeah. Haven't done the waffles yet. I'm oh, sure yeah. she'll like that. Uh, she's close to walking. Uh, if if she has someone or something to hold on to, she can move around pretty well. She hasn't really let go yet. Um, once in a while, she'll let go and stand, kind of surf. <gasps> That's Never so let exciting. go, Rose. I just yeah. had the same one, one of these days, she'll she'll <laughs> take the deep dive and take a step. Oh God. Uh, so she's not the diamond wait, in the wait. ocean. So she's not marching in the parade on Sunday. Oh. No, if okay. it's warm enough, she may be strolling in the parade. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope to see her stroll. Uh, word-wise, she's not quite uh, speaking words yet. There's a lot of syllables. Uh, we did notice that we put her in the bath and give her her duck toy. We can get her to go duck, duck, duck. So it's pretty close. We're getting somewhere. There's progress. I'm sure once she starts talking, she won't stop. So no rush. Oh. Well, then she, she'll she'll fo- follow her father's commentary skills. <laughs> we can only. Hope? Or not hope. I don't know. Sharon, how about you? Oh, any new things for me? I'm like somewhere else. I'm sorry. Um, I've got nothing new to report. Oh, wait. I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm sorry. Hi, I, Sharon. Okay. Welcome so, to the show. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I started um, a people of color Zen sitting group at the Empty Hand Zen Center in New Rochelle. We meet, um, I think, the second Saturday now in the month from 10 to 12. I invited some staff members to go with me, and um, it was very good. That's excellent news. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Pretty exciting. Cool. Miss you. Hey. Uh, just wanted to throw a promotion out there for Talking Technophobia in Film, a new film discussion class offered here at LMC TV, and it's free. Uh, the uh, This class will be offered the first Friday of every month. The first class was the first Friday of this month, which didn't pass, and it was on the topic of Jurassic Park. Uh, April 5th at 7 p.m. will be the next class uh, discussing The Matrix. You can sign up for this class by emailing me, dschumacher at lmctv.org. But make sure the agents aren't listening in on your emails. It's too late. <laughs> we're all we're in The Matrix right now. So, um, And I just wanted to also throw a, a shout-out about podcasting at LMC TV. Look how easy it is. We can do it. Um, uh, one, one of the things Thanks we... Thanks for credit. Yeah, we have a lot of... Uh, pick up on people wanting to create their podcast so you could find uh, other podcasts on our LMC TV page and we're really happy to be sponsoring M 
MPR, which is the Mamaroneck podcast. The students of Mamaroneck High School doing a podcast. You should definitely check them out. Um, MPR, not to be confused with the National Public Radio. (laughs) This is Mamaroneck Public Radio. Radio. They do a really good job. Um, And if you look on our website hard enough, you might find an Easter egg page of all Sunday (laughs) photos. (laughs) Stevan and I were doing a review of the website just the other day, and and we both stumbled upon it. And I think we have to thank our our last year's uh, interns for putting that together. So So you can get, yeah, so you can maybe, yeah. <laughs> you can probably, if you locate this page and email it to me, I'll hook you up with some free stuff and maybe I'll let you come visit my dog. But she will, <laughs> she will be marching Bring in the parade treats. on Sunday. Yay. And Oof. that's, uh, that's my update. <laughs> <laughs> Sibylla, what do you got going on? Uh, to go off on what uh, Dina talked about with podcasts and MPR, I'll be talking to even Madden who. It works at the high school with the students. Uh, and they have quite a few um, episodes and they can be found on iTunes. So definitely give it a listen. Um, they've traveled extensively, actually. Their episodes are ranging in topic. And that's really cool to see um, young creators or, you know, young storytellers, young reporters. Yeah, it's just really nice and encouraging. Like even times like right now like we have a volunteer who just got into journalism school at Syracuse and he started out here at the local live I mean I started on as an intern and I'm you know the news director it's I don't know it's cool to see um this profession still um, you know somewhat surviving Thriving. 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 Not just surviving, yeah. but thriving. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have, we're going to feature them next week, yeah? Yes. We're going to feature NPR um, on the local live next week. And also, <laughs> <laughs> and also, yeah, uh, follow our Facebook page. Uh, we've started to do quite a few things here and there for, so yeah. It's at the local live. At the local live. Like it. Woo. Yes, like us. Thank Where else you. we going to get you? <laughs> what? <All right. laughs> Stefan, that was not a threat. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, not much coming up, but um, somewhere between last podcast and this podcast, I took a nice little trip to California. That was nice, despite some of the weather being pretty rainy, but it was it was fun. And um, not as fun to come back and have like 20 degree weather and snow and yeah, at least Today, as of recording this, it's warm. <laughs> um, but uh, also, not sure if like everybody knows, but uh, my wife, Vanessa, she works uh, for a company that kind of supports a lot of vegan products. And, and um, one thing that we have tried now is oat milk. And what? it is oat milk. Oat so milk. alternative milk that's made from oats. Oh, And it okay. is... Like the greatest invention ever. Can you really? bring it's a sample? Super Jeez. creamy, super delicious, and I don't think I ever loved milk in general, just like anything like this. Mm-hmm. This was really good. Oh my, can you bring us samples? Are we going to get oat ice cream out of this too? I will. We are on like a binge at this point, just <laughs> buying as much as we can to try okay. and use as much as we can. Where can you buy it? Anywhere. Whole Foods? Probably? Like you get Whole Foods. I think Stop and Shop has them. Uh, everywhere. Is there any wheat or soy in this product? Nope. It is free of soy, wheat, nuts, tree nuts, anything. Oh, dairy, too. Wow. And it's no dairy, nothing. It's just 
Oats and it's and good. It's Oats. delicious. How do you have it? Creamy. How do you make such things? It's so sweet and just naturally it's not too sweet. It's good. Very I exciting. You Get your oat milk. Oh, yeah. Get your oat milk on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got, uh, got last thing I want to end on, we had uh, a Mamaronic Chamber of Commerce dinner last night that was uh, very well attended, and we spoke with a lot of the businesses there. So um, if you are a local business that is interested in working with LMCTV, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we have several sponsorship opportunities, and we can also feature you on our uh, multiple programs. Um, the Westchester County government also hosted a multi-chamber breakfast that was attended by all the chambers across the county, and that was held yesterday morning. Um, and really the, the, the big takeaway from that was that restaurant uh, not restaurants excuse me businesses are struggling mainly with uh, permitting and that uh, the city of, of New Rochelle was listed as sort of a, an exemplary uh, city where the the permitting process had been streamlined and the concern is that um, you know time is money and as businesses are opening if they have to go through several different permitting processes process, processes there we go. <laughs> uh, you know, that it, it, it can really hurt business. So I thought that was very interesting um, to note. And um, that is about it for today's show. We will be joining you hopefully soon. And uh, come join us at the St. Patrick's Day Parade uh, this Sunday, March 17th at 1.30 p.m. That's all for us here at LMC TV. I'm your host, Matt Sullivan. Hope you enjoyed listening, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye now. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>